Welcome to the Live Well podcast, dedicated to helping those with autoimmune disease get control of their health through diet, lifestyle shifts, and personal empowerment. I'm Christina Tidwell, your host. I'm a registered nurse and holistic health coach who is passionate about bringing together the best of both conventional and complementary approaches to healing. You can learn more about my personal experience with autoimmune disease at my website, christinatidwell.com. Just a brief disclaimer, I'm not a doctor or naturopath, and the opinions presented here are personal and are not intended as medical advice. Always consult with your doctor and your care team before making any changes to diet and lifestyle to make sure they are right for you. All right, let's get to it. Hi, everybody. I have Kristen Brown here with us today. Kristen is a functional medicine nurse practitioner at Altheta Health. Um, she's got years of clinical experience in functional medicine, urgent care, women's health, and family medicine. And her interest in functional medicine, which we're going to explain exactly what functional medicine is in a second, but um, her interest in functional medicine or more integrative medicine began even before she knew the name for it. So it's a relatively new name, but again, we'll explain a little bit more about the ideas behind it. Um, coming from a family with several, several family members suffering with the symptoms of hypothyroidism, type 2 diabetes, high cholesterol, heart disease, we can probably relate to that. Um, she wanted to be proactive and live in better health. So this sparked her quest to improve her lifestyle and diet to help prevent the diseases in herself and also make positive changes to influence the health of her family. Um, so Kristen is passionate about helping people suffering with autoimmune disorders, and she's going to shed a lot of light on that today, but also digestive issues, hormonal imbalance, um, emotional eating disorders, and weight loss. And she most enjoys working with uh, daring patients willing to seek out and challenge the root cause of their illness. So she's a graduate of the Institute for Functional Medicine and is a uniquely trained functional medicine practitioner along with a um, advanced registered nurse practitioner, so the ARNP. Uh, so she's got years of clinical experience in urgent care, women's health, family medicine, and functional medicine care. She has an absolute wealth of knowledge um, and has seen it all, and so we're very lucky to have her here today. Kristen lives here in Seattle. In her free time, she enjoys uh, jogging, yoga, cooking, of course, dates with her husband, and raising her two young kids here in the Pacific Northwest. So thanks for being here, Kristen, and telling us more about functional medicine. I figure we'll just jump right in, and you can tell us a little bit more about your experience and your path and kind of what functional medicine is for those who don't know. Okay. So thank you so much, Christina, for having me. I've been excited to do this and I'm glad the day is here. Yeah. Um, and it's really funny to sit and listen to yourself be described. So thank <laughs> you for doing that. And actually, I was thinking the funny thing about running is it enjoys running. Now, I haven't done it for a while, so I probably <laughs> won't enjoy it yeah. when I start running again. But I've been, I have enjoyed in running the past. and I plan on enjoying <laughs> running again in the future. Yeah. So thank you so much. Yeah. Um, so a little bit more about me and my path to functional medicine. So as Christina said, like I was looking for an answer to a lot of the health concerns and my genetics that I had seen in, you know, family history stuff. And I'm like, I'm not finding it in what I was doing. I was practicing family practice and, and working in the urgent care and just like, well, I just know that as a practitioner, I had just not very many minutes with my new patients and follow-up appointments. And like, how can you figure out what's going on when you just have time to give them a new prescription? So when I was like thinking, okay, what do I want to do? How do I want to change my life? And how can I have some evidence-based information 
to help me feel empowered. I love knowledge. I love education because the things that have a long lasting effect um, and really make a lot of sense to do are the hard stuff. So I wanted to have a lot of more information on that. So I researched and researched and found a functional medicine um, clinic in my hometown and decided to jump in and find out more. And I just remember feeling like, even though I was already a healthcare practitioner, like deer in the headlights, lots and lots of information, information yeah. overload, holy cow, look at all the stuff I know about me now. Now what do I do with it? And you know, it's, it's definitely been a journey, but I love that it answered a lot of my questions. So I guess I can jump into what is functional medicine. Yeah. And how was it different when you went into that practice? Like how was it different than your, um, your conventional training as a, as yeah. a practitioner? So functional medicine. And I remember like answering this to colleagues and family members like four or five years ago and five or six years ago, maybe. And knowing that, okay, it's root cause medicine, but what does that really mean? And I feel like over the years, I'm kind of refining that in a really simple way. And I didn't coin this phrase, but it's not, what do you have, but it's why do you have it, right? It's important what you have, but it's even more important why you have it. I, I feel like in a nutshell, a lot of my training in the Western world was, here's your patient, here's their symptoms, you know, you're going to do a physical exam and then bam, what do they have? So you know what to prescribe them. Mm -hmm. And in functional medicine, okay, that's important. And I still prescribe medications as a bridge to healing, but not as the solution because they're not right. If you have um, high cholesterol and you take medications for that and you don't change your diet and lifestyle, when you stop that medication, you're probably still going to have it. And not to mention what cholesterol, um, cholesterol medications do to our hormones. And we can talk about that more, mm -hmm. but I just knew that finding the root cause was really, really important. So that was a huge thing that I had found in a difference. A, you know, typical day for me in a family practice clinic at one of the, the local hospital systems here was, okay, you're going to see 20, 25 patients. You've got an eight hour shift. And of course it's not just eight hours as we know, but you got scheduled patients for eight hours and you know, they're, you're probably going to, I would probably run behind because people don't know they're only scheduled for 15 minutes. And so they have lots of things and then emergencies come up. And mm -hmm. so it was just exhausting. Um, not a lot of satisfaction for the patients, although instant gratification is good. If I, mm -hmm. if you have insomnia and I prescribe a sleeping pill for you, you're going to sleep better. Um, but oftentimes we can become addicted to those and rely on those to sleep when we really need to figure out, well, why aren't we sleeping? Mm -hmm. um, so I loved that the functional medicine approach provided me with a framework of how to get backwards to the upstream or root causes of people's symptoms and lots more satisfying, a lot more time with patients. Now the practice I was in before, um, 20 minutes for follow-ups and I believe 60 minutes for um, new patient appointments. Mm -hmm. And when I opened up my own practice a couple of years ago, um, I decided that I wanted longer time. So I meet with my new patients for 90 minutes and follow-ups yeah. for 30. Amazing. So, I'm sure a lot of people yeah. don't have that experience. No, they don't. And then I remember like the, when they come and sit down and we sit down and they sit across from my desk, they're not sitting on an exam table the whole time and like, okay, talk. And I'm like, yeah. what? I could talk for like 30 <laughs> minutes and you might not interrupt me. That doesn't yeah. make any sense, yeah. but it really does. Yeah. And um, another part of that time thing is I, I do spend, and I think most functional medicine practitioners do spend time like, reviewing 
things before and after, especially with that new patient visit. I spend like at least 30 minutes going over their very comprehensive health history that I have them fill out. And then another 30 or more minutes after they leave, developing their plan and getting it ready to send to them. So the time thing is amazing and so grateful um, that I get to choose that now because yeah. I can't get to the bottom of someone's autoimmunity or health hormone concerns or, or whatever it is in 20 minutes. Yeah, exactly. And autoimmune diseases are very complex. And this group program that everyone's going through is kind of going through all the different um, factors that influence them and investigating some sort of, you know, root causes that might be going on and asking why, not just what do you have, but why do you have it? What's mm -hmm. out of balance? Um, what is the functional medicine approach um, or your approach if someone has an autoimmune disease? I know everyone is so different, so you yes. kind of can't say yes. that, but yeah. um, in general, what are some things that you are thinking about with autoimmunity specifically? Okay, so I like that you said everybody's different. So yeah. remember, <laughs> if you're watching or and or listening to this, this is not medical yeah. advice for you. This is just no. typically what works for most autoimmune patients. And so um, um, I think when you and I did a talk together, Christine, if you remember, when I talked about autoimmunity, I had this picture of a bullet train from like Japan or something. And I, I um, compared that to autoimmune disease. It's like a runaway train, right? It's a runaway immune system. And our body is no longer recognizing some of our tissues as self. And so they're thinking, okay, alert, alert, alert. There's something going on here. So we start attacking our own tissues. Um, and on a side note too, I have lots of experience with this personally too. I developed um, Hashimoto's thyroiditis, which is an autoimmune condition of the thyroid after pregnancies. Mm -hmm. So everybody can see that underlying theme. So um, when we have all these immune responses going on, we kind of need to figure out how to shut them down, right? We don't want to just turn off the hose, which we definitely do. We want to figure out why that even happened. And so inflammation is contributes to about 85% of our chronic conditions. So when we think of inflammation, we need to figure out, okay, where is that coming from and why is it happening? So we look for root causes of inflammation and then figure out how it was triggered and why it's still there, right? Like we can have something happen that can trigger an autoimmune response. And a very important part of that is what's perpetuating or keeping that response happening. What in their diet, our lifestyle, our exposure, um, is still going on. So we looked for all of those things and helped develop a plan or a roadmap so we can heal the body. So some of the common sources of inflammation, which I think if we close our eyes and think about our lifestyle, we can think about a lot of these things already. Um, stress, who has stress? Raise your hand. Um, <laughs> it is a part of life. Um, we can't all live on a tropical beach and have pina colada served to us all day and massages yeah. every day. That's important every once in a while or some sort of semblance yeah. to that. Um, so stress is definitely doing that. So working with me is, I definitely recommend uh, lifestyle changes for mm -hmm. sure. Um, a really good thing that I teach my patients and all, and most of the talks I give is four, seven, eight breathing. And if you Google that, you can find some really good videos about that. Dr. Andrew Weil, who used to be the U.S. Surgeon General, I believe, has some good videos on that. So that's important. Um, taking time to be present is important. Um, and just balance is hard to find, but a good thing to strive towards. Um, underlying infections, that can be anywhere from Epstein-Barr virus, which is the monovirus, which 75% of us have, even if we don't know that we've had mono in the past, we may have just got that virus in and developed some 
um, antibodies against it. But if that's active, that's really important to do. That's highly correlated with increased intestinal permeability or leaky gut. Mm -hmm. So that's important to find out. Um, sensitivities to food or allergies to food. Um, is it okay if I talk about the difference between those right now? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because so, I'm sure I, a lot of people have, have maybe, because we've already talked about um, some, you know, diet stuff, but people may have yeah. gotten allergy testing or had different okay. tests. So it might be good to just explain. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I do get, even when I worked in the urgent care, I would, you know, they are always asking, them, what are your allergies? And people would list like 20 or so things and when I think of an allergy, I think of what is something that may happen quick. So we're looking more for the IgE mediated response, which is quick things. And those are more allergies. Now delayed sensitivity, delayed reactions mm -hmm. are called sensitivities. Mm -hmm. And those over time um, lead to a lot of problems. So finding out the difference of that. So when you think of an allergy like to shellfish or peanuts, that is an immediate reaction. So those are super important to know for sure. And then food sensitivities. So some things you might notice, um, and you probably have noticed decreasing since you've been working on this program, are bloating and brain fog and heartburn and all those things. So those can take 72 hours to develop or so after you've ingested a food that you haven't had for a while. So um, it's really important to notice the difference in that and then to address those. And if we can heal your gut, you probably shouldn't react to those things anymore because no one wants to be on 25 or 30 foods only their whole life. Variety yeah. is really important for our microbiome yeah. and for lots of things. Um, we look at toxin exposure and toxin in blood, urine, or hair. Um, genetics, for sure. Now, our genes are not our destiny, right? But what we do and what we put in our mouth turns those things off or on. So being empowered about what your genetic makeup is is really important. Um, not everybody does that, and that's okay, but it is a good piece of information. Then I've already touched on increased intestinal permeability. So our gut is like a sieve, and if it's letting things through that it shouldn't, our body freaks out and reacts to them. So healing that gut is key, um, no matter what you come to a functional medicine provider for. And then because of those, all those things, we can have nutrient deficiencies. So finding and addressing those is really, really important. So it's definitely not easy, but definitely worth it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's and those are just uh, good ideas of kind of the different areas to come at or the different root causes. And like you said, everyone's going to be totally different, whether it's, I mean, we know there's a degree of diet and lifestyle and stress that every single one of us can benefit yeah. from taking a look at um, and changing, but all of the other things are just things to think about or have in the back of your mind. Because a lot of people I know feel like they don't have any options or it kind of mm -hmm. might stop at a certain point saying, well, here's your, here's the medications and this, you have this disease and that's that. But just yeah. knowing that there are maybe more options or avenues to explore um, can be, can be good as well. And that's kind of what functional medicine gives is, is uh, sort of both of that, um, you know, conventional medical model of treating symptoms mm -hmm. and treating uh, disease, but also bringing in uh, looking at the root causes. So with autoimmunity, that's super important. And so, yeah, I always, you know, encourage people to work with a functional medicine practitioner of some sort uh, when they're going through that, because just, you know, getting the testing and getting that in-depth analysis can really help a lot of people. Um, as for sure helped me. So it's, that's good. So what is your role? So we talked, we're talking a lot about um, building a care team 
and you know having uh, your MD or your rheumatologist, having a functional medicine practitioner, having a health coach like me, or having a nutritionist, someone um, to create a team of support. What is your role on the care team as a functional medicine practitioner? Because I think some people get confused. Maybe, oh, I see this person instead of my rheumatologist, or that you know. So, where do you view your your role? So, I would say that's. That is, there's lots of common threads, but it's also individual. Um, and it's important to have a good team and to not feel like there's too many cooks in the kitchen, right? All of us with our expertise and our experience, we offer advice and prescriptions and, and that's important. And as you were, I was thinking about this question, I actually wrote down some things, which I thought was kind of fun because I've actually never thought about these. I've thought about these words, but actually putting it as a list was really interesting. So, um, a detective and an investigator, I would think a little more so than a common Western medicine provider. Um, a listener, we already talked about how important it is to listen. And you know, even in Western medicine, I learned that you know, 90% of figuring out the diagnosis is listening, right? The patient will tell you. Um, so that's really important. I'm an advocate. And so a lot of people, most people come to me because they've tried lots of things, they're just not getting answers, they're exhausted from trying so many things and starting me with so many people, and I really work on being an advocate for them, um, and coordinating care with other practitioners is really, really important. Um, so we're all on the same page, and we're not giving contradicting advice, and if we are, then I definitely wanna research that and talk about it and think about it with the patient and the other provider. Um, and then a pep squad, because it's not easy, is it? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> to do all these things. It's not easy. Yeah. Um, and one of the biggest things that I have, I don't know, realized, and the best things I have realized in, over the years of doing functional medicine is, and I've probably said this to you too, is, you know, when our patients or clients do something or don't do something, it's not that that's a good or a bad choice. It's just information, right? Like how often do we talk to our patients and clients about food and about these things and they come back to us and like, okay, I didn't take my L-glutamine and I'm sorry <laughs> and I haven't quite gotten my vitamin D supplements and darn it, I had some barley. I'm like, yeah. well, it's okay that you did and how did you feel? And what yeah. information can we take from that and tweak your program, tweak your plan um, a little bit? So um, I think that's really important to know that. Totally. Yeah, you do what you do. And that's information, just like the scale is just your relationship to gravity, right? It doesn't matter. Yeah, that number doesn't determine your worth or your value. Um, and then another one is speaking of accountability is an accountability partner, right? Like I'm going to ask every time I ask about how's your digestion? How's your sleep? How's your libido? How's your energy? Mm -hmm. um, and just like Christina, you guys, I like to talk about poop. So yeah. <laughs> <it's insane. laughs> I know it's totally a good thing to talk about. So I really like to work with other practitioners. Um, I encourage all of you watching and listening, like when you're finding your team, if you can find someone who will talk to you before you go see them, because it's, you can tell in 10 minutes or so if you think it's a good fit not always but most of the time that's why i offer free 10-minute consults to to anyone who wants to come see me um because i want to know that what you need is what i do and if not i'll try to recommend someone who can and yeah. i want to know that you're the type of patient that i feel is ready for my approach yeah so not everyone can be a perfect fit for every single patient out there if yeah that was it'd be okay. really boring and 
Monopoly. Yeah, we and there's a um, we're going over also being your own advocate and uh, <clears throat> talking about being able to decide if a practitioner is is working for you or not, um, and that it's you know it's a therapeutic partnership too. So I think that's exactly what you're saying is just you know, you have to, yeah, make sure it's a good fit and that it is a partnership because, and that you're kind of both, you know, coming together to try and figure out <clears throat> root causes and what's going on because it is, it is complex. And if there was a quick, easy fix, probably would have already gotten it. So, <laughs> it, you know, it would, it, wouldn't need to see it for 90 minutes. Yeah, time, exactly. So. And so, but the good thing about, you know, this sort of approach is that it really gets to the root and figures out what's, what's going on so that you're not just living, suppressing symptoms. You're, you know, actively working towards a new, a new normal, a new way of, of, you know, dealing with your chronic disease. So I think, yeah, that's really great. So what, so if people wanted to come to you, maybe, maybe if you can tell us what a typical sort of visit is like, or maybe even just a patient story that you've had recently that kind of illustrates how a functional medicine approach was a little bit different than the uh, conventional medical approach. I don't know if you can think of something off the top of your head. Sure. Kind of <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about um, the like a functional medicine visit first, and then yeah. we'll, is that we have time for that? Yeah. Um, so I have I mentioned in this interview about um, the intake process. So I prefer to have a free phone consult for ten minutes before a first visit to see if it's a good fit. And then we schedule a first visit and um, I send information about, you know, if you're taking probiotics, we may need to do a stool test. So if you can stop those or, you know, come fasting, et cetera, um, plan enough time to be here. And cause it can kind of be stressful if you don't know you're going to be here for 90 minutes and you got to go to work or something. Mm -hmm. um, and then um, the intake history. And I talked to about, you know, the patient will pretty much tell us what's going on just by words mm -hmm. too. And if you listen enough, you'll figure it out. So the intake history is very detailed, it goes back to, you know, when you're, the person who birthed you was pregnant with you and your breastfeeding and food intake history. And um, it's very, very comprehensive. And a lot of people are like, why is she asking this? And then as they go on, they're like, Oh, why has no one ever asked me this question before? <laughs> yeah. Kind of good to know. Yeah. <laughs> um, we, in those questions, we talk about adrenal health. We talk about toxin exposure. We talk about a lot of things. So I would have gone through that before you come in. My brains, my gears and my brain start ch chugging along and trying to figure out the, the path that you need to go. And then we meet and we talk and talk and talk. And then I do a, a pretty good physical exam and then we talk about testing and, and also diet and lifestyle. So that approach is a lot of work and a lot of effort. And then we would definitely meet to talk about what's going on and what needs to happen next. And we talked about finding a good fit. And I wanted to bring up too that, you know, all of us that are in this profession are not about, or this field of our professions are not about instant gratification. We're about listening and putting in the effort to get the results that we want and get them to be long lasting. And, and I think we wouldn't have gotten here if we weren't good listeners and didn't have a good bedside manner or we wouldn't stay here because this is hard work. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. And we work really hard to try to read what we're hearing and what we're seeing and helping develop a plan that works for, for you. Mm -hmm. And if that's not the case, then, open, honest communication with your provider is so important. You need to feel comfortable saying, 
you know, you asked me to take out gluten, dairy, soy, wheat, and, and all these other grains, and I thought I could do it, but I can't. And, you know, what's a different approach? And, you know, um, I've worked with you, Christina, and on the autoimmune protocol, and I've told you before, I'm so grateful for that, because for me, if you tell me to start with both feet into AIP, at the time when I started it, it wasn't <laughs> time for me to do that. I feel like that wasn't for me, and like, yeah, met me where I was, and I've been on AIP for almost four months now and yeah. I feel amazing and look at my eyes it looks so good <laughs> <laughs> so um I even was able to put on the eyeshadow for this interview. wow that's Ooh. awesome <laughs> um so I really I'm glad you guys have found Christina and just continue to find practitioners and providers and health coaches like her who can listen and and you can feel comfortable talking to because it's all about you right like it's important mm -hmm. that we have the knowledge yeah. we have as providers but it's all about you and making something that works for you because that's why we're here. It yep. sometimes be a lot easier just to go punch the clock and only worry about your patients for 20 minutes at a time, but that's not what we do. Yep. So, yeah. And then um, any questions about that or do you want me to jump no, on? No, that's perfect. Or? I think that gives people a good idea. It's funny because really still a lot of people haven't heard of the term functional medicine. Mm -hmm. um, and it's maybe people have heard it as integrative medicine or stuff, but functional medicine, the term itself. I mean, there's a huge database of practitioners that have been certified like you have. Um, there's not a, a ton because it's, you know, it does take a lot of extra training. Um, and like you said, a lot of extra devotion towards this type of medicine. But, um, but yeah, I'm, I am continually surprised that a lot of people really haven't heard much about it. So this is a really great introduction to what you might expect um, and what working with someone like you is, you know, is like and what you're going to do. So I think that sounds, I think, yeah, that sounds great. How do people contact you? If, and you're uh, Seattle based, but I know you do some telehealth. Mm -hmm. uh, so tell us how we would work with you or contact you. Sure. Um, I need to touch really quick on functional medicine and it has been around a very long time. It's just becoming more mainstream yeah. because as people get, discouraged and frustrated with insurance model and the Western model and not finding answers and spending so much money on prescriptions. So if you think about Hippocrates, even, I don't even know how many centuries ago that was, yeah. he said, let food be thy medicine. Yeah. Yeah. I so. know. It's so funny. Cause it's almost like we're talking about these new radical things and we're like, no, we're no. going old yeah. school. <laughs> this no, is this not is, new. This is not an old school, and this isn't a fad. And yeah. you know, we're not asking you. This is not a multi-level marketing company. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be disappeared in five years. So yeah. Um, yeah. I'm glad I'm a part of it. So yeah. um, how you can get a hold of me. So yeah. my website is www.althedahealth.com, and that's A-L-T-H-E-D-A, health.com. And Altheta means healer in Greek. So I'm not the healer, I'm the guide, and you get to heal yourself. So I love that name, um, AltheaDeHealth.com. And on there, you can find out more about me, more about frequently asked questions about me and my practice. Um, you can also click book now or book a free 10-minute consultation. Um, I do those um, all the time, and I'm so grateful for that. I get to spend some time doing that. And you can send me an email if you want. You can go onto my website and uh, contact me. And there's a form you can fill out. Or my um, informational email is info, I-N-F-O, at altheadahealth.com. So okay. I'm happy to talk to you about your child, about yourself, or, you know, about how 
um, functional medicine might help you. And again, it's not medical advice. It's an interview to see if we work well with each other and if what I do is what you need. And um, if not, um, that ifm.org find a practitioner is another good place, especially if you're not local. And I do do telehealth like Christina mentioned. Um, the first visit needs to be in person. Um, that's not just for um, liability reasons, but because it just does, I need to do a physical exam. Uh, and then follow-ups can be via telehealth. And I find that grateful. I love to meet in person, but I know that life happens and get a flat tire or your kid's sick or, you know, you're traveling or something. So um, being able to offer that is great. And everything I do is um, electronic mostly. So it's super easy to do it that way. Perfect. Great. Well, I think that's wonderful to have another resource in you and um, to know what functional medicine is and what a functional medicine practitioner can do. It looks like any last pieces of advice for anyone kind of going through their health journey at this point before we end? Yeah. Um, I, that just popped into my head too. So I'm glad you asked. So one thing that I've developed and I just want to say it to all of you is, and if I can remember how I have said it, is when you know better, do better. But when you don't do better, ask yourself why. And that is really mind opening and healing yeah. and can help you get on the path that is going to work for you. So you're yeah. totally worth it. And I'm here to help if you're ready or when you're ready, because you will be one day. Yeah. I, I love, I really love that because it's not just you, you're a failure if you're off the wagon, if you're this, it's yeah. going that extra step, which is kind of what, what you do as a practitioner in functional medicine and is asking why and getting information from that because there's so much information and that can be garnered from that. So I absolutely love that. I actually think about that a lot. I know that's written in your office on the little, on your yeah. little board. So yeah. that's a great one. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. I really appreciate your time. I know everyone is, is probably very enlightened about functional medicine now. Um, so thank you again for your time. You're welcome. Thanks, Christina. Keep up the great work. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the Live Well podcast. I'm so happy to have you here as part of the tribe. If you're looking for more guidance on how to take control of your health through diet, lifestyle, and personal empowerment, you can visit me at christinatidwell.com or book in a free 30-minute discovery call to get clear on your main health concerns and create a plan of action specifically for you by going to christinatidwell.com forward slash live well. For daily tips on how to pursue health while still enjoying yourself, follow me at livewell underscore christina on Instagram. I can't wait to connect with you and hear your story.